Hello and welcome to another edition of Batman Books for Beginners. I'm Nick and welcome back. I hope you all had a good Christmas and New Year and are looking forward to a great and very exciting 2009 with the Batman Universe. Do you like my new music? I think it sounds a lot better. Let's give it a listen. haven't got the Dark Knight soundtrack, go get it. It is brilliant. Right, well, today we're looking at The Man Who Laughs. Where do we begin? A fairly recent comic book released in 2005, and uh, it was intended to be a sequel to Batman Year One, which we, of course, did last time. It's written by Ed Brubaker and illustrated by Doug Mangue. So the plot summary is that the book starts with Captain James Gordon and other officers investigating a building filled with mutilated corpses. And from the start of the book we can see we're in for a pretty brutal ride here, with the Joker's victims suffering quite sickening deaths. We then go to Bruce Wayne, who is seen at a social event, talking to fellow millionaire Henry Cladridge. On a TV in the next room, a reporter is overheard announcing that Arkham Asylum is being reopened. She suddenly begins laughing, and soon dies with a face similar to the mutilated corpses that we saw earlier. The Joker, who has not yet been given the name that the media bestow upon him, walks onto camera and announces he will kill Cladridge at midnight. Bruce leaves the party and meets up with Gordon as Batman at Arkham Asylum. On a cell wall, the Joker wrote, One by one, they'll hear my call. Then this wicked town will follow my fall. Gordon then has the police stationed at Claridge's house to protect him, however the Joker does inevitably get to him. Claridge begins laughing as his face turns pale white. Batman crashes down through the window, but it's too late to save Claridge, who has suffered the same fate of all the Joker's victims so far. Meanwhile, on the streets of Gotham, the Joker enters the Williams Medical Center, which is the alternative of Arkham Asylum. And after killing the security guards, he arms the inmates and releases them on the streets. Batman arrives and stops several inmates and reveals his existence to the people on the streets, showing us how his reputation has spread. People haven't seen him, they don't know whether to believe it or not. But people are beginning to cite him on the streets. And uh, we see that Batman regrets the fact that he's been spotted, but confides himself in the fact that it couldn't be prevented. While Bruce is researching in the Batcave, the Joker appears on television again to make a similar threat, this time on J.W. Wilde, another local millionaire. Batman deduces that Claridge was killed with a time-released poison and tells Gordon to run a blood test on Wilde. Gordon does so, but nothing is found. Gordon is at Wilde's estate with other officers when a police helicopter crashes outside the estate. The Joker then appears and releases poison smoke bombs into the building. However, all of the officers and Batman are prepared and have gas masks. Batman captures the Joker, but he escapes, and Wilde is killed. Bruce then decides to disguise himself as a reporter and goes to the Ace Chemical Processing Plant, showing us, again, um, something that happened in Year One where Bruce is able to disguise himself quite well, a trait which um, Sherlock Holmes also possesses. Bruce discovers that a worker had his skin bleached and hair turned green when some acid tri dripped upon him. 
prompting Bruce to recall his encounter with the Red Hood. Now, the Joker makes another television appearance with a similar threat. This time he plans to kill Judge Thomas Lake and Bruce Wayne at the same time. Police officers are at both men's houses, however Gordon is at Lake's house. Bruce starts laughing and we begin to fear the worst as he turns white and is taken into an ambulance. Alfred administers a shot to slow his heart rate to slow the spread of the poison. Meanwhile, a gang of armed men dressed as clowns drive onto Lake's property where a shootout takes place. Bruce, meanwhile, is under the poison and he begins to hallucinate about the night his parents were murdered. He awakes, fully recovered, in the ambulance thanks to Alfred's help. Another gang of the Joker's men dressed as clowns attack the ambulance. Bruce dresses up as Batman and exit the a exits the ambulance unnoticed and defeats the clowns. Batman takes a police motorcycle and contacts Gordon via radio. He tells Gordon that Bruce Wayne is alive and that he figured out the Joker's plan. He tells Gordon to have the water to the city shut off. Gordon contacts the reservoir but receives no answer. Batman heads there himself to stop the Joker from poisoning the water supply. After taking out more of the Joker's clown thugs, Batman confronts the Joker, who successfully poisons the city's water supply, but Batman, having previously rigged the viaduct with explosives, detonates it, preventing the poisoned water from going into the city. Batman engages in a quick fight with the Joker, who defeats him by disarming his hammer, and has him imprisoned at the newly reopened Arkham Asylum. Batman meets with Gordon on top of police headquarters and unveils to him the new Bat-Signal. Call. Question. How do we call him? He gave us a signal! I felt that the Joker's entrance was a great way to show us the villain for the first time. He looks creepy, and he comes out with some typical Joker lines, such as, Sometimes I just kill me, those sort of things. The introduction gives us, gives us a great little monologue to get to know the Joker immediately and his sadistic ways, immediately showing us who we're dealing with here. As I mentioned earlier, I thought the deaths, especially at the start with the bodies, were pretty graphic and really built up the threat of the Joker from the beginning. Knowing he's capable of such horrific deaths makes him a lot scarier. Of course, as well as the fact that he's a clown. Like Batman Year One, Gordon got lots to do, which I was pleased about. As you will see in the future, he becomes less and less prominent as we go on. But at the moment, it's great to see the flourishing partnership of Batman and Gordon. Uh, a few things are introduced for the first time here, not just the Joker, but also Arkham Asylum is mentioned for the first time, and we get to see Joker's typical clown gang of thugs, as well as the Bat-Signal. As is typical with the Joker, he can't ever fight Batman, and, and is defeated pretty easily this time. It's not a great confrontation, and it, it ends pretty quickly, it's a bit of a shame. But perhaps this is where the Joker learns that he has no chance of beating Batman in a fist fight, and he will have to adopt other methods to get to Batman, which of course he does later on. Uh, the artwork in the book is effective, and even though it's subtle in places, has some really striking images, such as the dead bodies that the Joker has affected, as well as the incredibly creepy, smiling Joker on the front cover, which is one of the most amazing Joker images I've ever seen. It seems that Doug Mankey is attempting to adhere to the depiction of Batman Year One, and I think he has achieved his goal there. Overall, I'll give the book 4 out of 5 Batarangs. It's not the best Joker story ever, we'll come across that later. However, considering all the Batman Joker storylines out there, 
and there's a lot, it's certainly a solid one. And they've handled the difficult task of introducing Batman's greatest foe well. I just wish it linked up with Batman Year One properly. It doesn't quite connect perfectly. But credit has to be given to the writer and the artist for recreating a very menacing Joker. And tonight you're going to break your one rule. Now a few interesting notes. Uh, the book flashes back to The Killing Joke, which is another graphic novel concerning the Joker. And it does that a couple of times. Now The Killing Joke is a graphic novel by Alan Moore, which is really good, and it's mostly about the origin of the joke, but we'll do that later. But, having flashbacks to The Killing Joke, does that mean that this book, you should read The Killing Joke before you read The Man Who Laughs? Not necessarily. It can be read out of order, and it can work either way without much interference. I think it's better to read it this way, The Man Who Laughs first, giving you a bit of curiosity and mystery about what the Red Hood is, and we'll deal with all the Red Hood stuff later on. If you're a bit confused, don't worry, it'll all figure itself out. I did enjoy the reference to the Killing Joke book, and uh, I liked the way Batman was considering, was it him who created the Joker? A dilemma he will struggle with in the future. He wonders, is Batman the reason all these crazy villains appear in Gotham? Would they be there if he wasn't? Is it his fault? The book also ties in with the year one ending of Gordon waiting to talk to Batman about the reservoir being poisoned by the Joker. It doesn't fit in perfectly with year one, as the situation doesn't quite play out like that. Plus, the bat signal is only revealed once the Joker is put away. I think they should have worked a bit harder on connecting it perfectly, and they should have worked around it with a bit more thought. Uh, the title is a reference to the movie The Man Who Laughs, whose star, Conrad Veet, was an inspiration for the Joker. The film was made in 1928 and is an American silent film. I've seen glimpses of it myself and you can understand where the Joker inspiration came from. And also just a little note, in the hardcover edition that I've got you also get a second Batman story called Made of Wood, which I personally didn't enjoy and found a bit dull after the exciting Joker story previously, although I do think I'm alone in that. Will they get a load of me? So that was The Man Who Laughs. I hope you liked it. I think it's another solid book. Next we are delving into the excellent series Legends of the Dark Knight. We're going to be going through the first four story arcs, which I'm told are the best. And we'll be starting with Batman Shaman, which I've just started myself and I'm enjoying it already. So go give that a read before next time and I'll see you then. So this is Nick from Batman Books for Beginners, saying we've just begun, so... Here we go.